This time on TNT. Introducing the Jig, joke interrupter guy. We play grade five trivia Canadianity questions. And the aftermath of Hurricane Dorian. It's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey, so my uncle Colin won the lottery on a scratch and win ticket, and it, it was he buys them every week, eh? What? And he, yeah. Really? And he, yeah. And he, he, he's been buying them every week for 30 years. And his wife is always like, you know what? Spending money on scratch and win tickets, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a, a waste of money. But so this one time, he has one Guys, guys, left. guys, guys, guys. Three old ladies are sitting around a table playing bridge and bragging about their sons. My Freddy, says Margaret. Is this, Everybody is this should a joke? be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone should be so lucky was, to have my son like Freddy. Once a week, he brings me a huge bouquet of flowers. He's constantly bringing me out of restaurants to eat. If so much, uh, if I hint at something else uh, in the morning, uh, if I want to eat something, it's on my doorstep. That's so I, very I was just nice. Just telling a story about my uncle Colin winning. Oh, hold, the hold on, you gotta hear. That's well, very. My story's almost done. I know, but let me just look, guys. So Gertrude says that's very nice about you, Freddie. But with all due respect, I think that the way Sammy takes care of me, it just don't doesn't compare. Every morning, as soon as I wake up, he greets but, me with bacon and freshly brewed coffee. Every lunch, he comes over and cooks me gourmet lunch. And every summer, he brings me to his house for supper. He truly treats me like a queen. My well, story's real. Wait, this, well, is, this is a joke. Wait, You're telling a joke. Wait, well, says Barbara. I, I don't want to make any of you feel bad or anything, but wait until you hear about my Harry. Twice a week, he pays someone 200 an hour so he can lie on the couch and talk to them. Oh and my God! How how do you and how do you think he speaks? Yeah, how do you think he speaks about those prices? Asked Bar our Barbara with the big excited double chin smile. I'll tell you who he speaks this about. This is the longest joke I've ever heard, and I didn't even ask for it. Why am I trapped oh, in this hell? All he speaks about is me. That's it. That's the punchline. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? No. Okay. No, it's not. I was... Anyway, my, my Uncle Colin... Hey, won so let's go. I got this story. So did you hear about that? Uh, my, my buddy Bill, he, he got tickets the other night for a Motley Crue concert? Oh, I got one for he, you. He, he actually, reminds me, I have a buddy, this guy Bill... He got backstage. Walked into so. a bar. No, 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 listen. No, but real Bill got no, backstage. No, just listen to this real quick. This guy, Bill, walks into a bar, and he's the only guy in the bar except for the bartender. And he sits down, and he says, he says, bartender, can I have a drink, he says. And the bartender says, I got you, he says. Sets a drink down in front of him. Bartender goes down to the other end of the, of the uh, bar, and he's washing glasses and stuff. Come so on. Bill says he, he takes a drink of his drink, and he hears, I like your tie. And he looks around, and he says, there's no one here, he says, but me. He says, the bartender's down there. It wasn't him. Shrugs it off and goes back to his drink. And a few seconds later, he says, just nursing his drink. And he's taking a sip of his drink. And he hears, I like your glasses. Oh, man. He looks around. He says, he says, bartender, he says, There's, it's only him down there and only me. And I, didn't, I know I certainly didn't say it. He says, he goes back to his drink and he's no. nursing his drink. And uh, 
couple seconds later, here's, uh, I like, you like your tan. Looks like you've been out in the sun a lot, relaxing. And he's like, bye, Jesus. He says, it's only me here. And the bartender down at the other end of the bar, anyways, he shakes it off. He says, and he goes oh, back man. to his drink. Come on. Having a sip of his drink, and he hears, uh, he hears, uh, boy, that's an expensive watch. And he looks around, and bartender down the other end, only him, he says, it's the weirdest thing. He keeps hearing this voice, he says. But anyway, he shrugs it off, and he goes back to his drink. A few seconds later, he hears, uh, what, what is that, a polo shirt? Holy moly, come on, Anyways, man. he's like, uh. He's like, there's only me, and there's only the bartender in the joke in the bar, you understand, and he's wondering where the voice is coming from. But anyways, he shrugs it off and goes back to his drink, and uh, a couple minutes later, he hears <laughs> Come on, man. Those are expensive shoes. Are those Cole Hod? And he's like, I don't, <sighs> I don't know who's saying it, because the bartender's down the other end of the bar washing glasses, and... This fellow's drinking his drinks. This is the only two of them in the bar, and it's not the bartenders. And anyway, he shrugs it off and goes back to his drink. And uh, a few seconds later, he hears, uh, "Is that a handmade leather belt?" He's like, oh, "What? The? I don't." Come the bartender's on. Bartender's still down at the other end of the bar washing glasses, and uh, and so he shakes it off and goes back to his drink. And a few seconds later, he hears his voice say. Wow, Mercedes car keys. That must be some kind of ride. Lucky you. Anyways, sh shakes it off and goes back to his drink. And oh, it's down. not sure over. Enough, the bartender's still down at the other end of the bar. And anyways, he's nursing his drink and he hears, uh, hears this voice say, If you don't mind me saying, you are very handsome. Anyways, he looks that around. There's no one else in the bar. And the bartender's down the other end of the bar. <laughs> And uh, he finally says, he says, bartender, come here for a minute. Bartender come over. He says, what can I do for you, sir? He says, fellow says, hey, keep hearing this, uh, what? Keep, keep hearing this voice saying um, stuff about my belt and um, I'm handsome and about my car and about my shoes and this voice saying stuff about my shirt and about my tan and I'm handsome the bartender says, oh, it's, oh, no, 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 wait. The other fellow says, and there's only the two of us in the bar, he says, and you were down at the other end, he says, the whole time. And then the bartender says, well, it's the peanuts, they're complimentary. That's it? <laughs> oh, my God. Anytime someone starts with, oh, I got one for you, or you're going to love this, oh. I die a little bit inside. And they're, they're oh, I got one for you. No, I, uh, that's the thing. I hate long jokes. I think I just hate, I don't like jokes, really. Right. Because as soon as they start, the of it. as every time it, it starts, I kind of inside go like, oh. You know what I mean? I don't know what to do. I mean, we've we've established that I don't laugh easily. And it, it puts the jokey really under a lot of pressure to react properly. I've done things where I, I've laughed when it's not the, the punchline yet because I'm so anxious about reacting properly. 
Yeah. But usually my reaction falls flat and I end up saying something like, no way. Or well, oh. then, oh. the the part about it is 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 like I I'm usually disappointed that I you know, a conversation was good and then all of a sudden it's like a regurgitated bit. And as soon as it starts I get the grief inside, so then I'm not listening, I'm more like, Oh no. So then I have to collect myself because usually if it's a long joke, you have to kind of think about what happened. Settle and, in, yeah. You have to track it. And it happened recently to me, that, and that's why we brought this kind of situation up because I, I by the end of the joke, I, I didn't know what the hell happened and I didn't know what the joke was anymore. Just like those so two. So what was your reaction? Just like those two. Uh, I've kind of faked laugh because I, you know, I didn't know the guy well, but it's, it's usually it's that kind of situation where it's the thing, whoever it is, it does it. They think that's like the icebreaker move of the week. Like this is the, this is something that's really going to propel the conversation. Like keep her short and snappy, bud. It's a real, like, it's a real uncle move. Well, it, or your yeah. dad's buddy from work, like that kind of move. Well, and it's always on, on like there's this eve of this fantastic tale that's about to be heard or told, and then it gets crushed with like a joke that like you'd see in Reader's Digest. Also, I feel like generally speaking, jokes could be truncated more, where you say, and then a pattern emerges, as opposed to all the he goes back to his drink he shakes it off he's having a sip and, and then another, another voice says yeah. all that stuff like all the shoe leather filler in the joke like to this one other if the guys are walking and then one guy sees a hole and then the one throws something in it and then the other guy goes oh that's deep and then one of those jokes about the hole and something falling in there and the next thing you know like a pattern emerges have you seen my goat and that's the punch line after an hour one of those. I think a, a pattern emerges. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen my... That should be in more hey, jokes. I don't know. Have you seen my goat? Oh, some line like that. Hey! <laughs> Guy goes to the fishing store. A pattern emerges. Several days later, he goes in one last time. Guy comes That's out... That's kind of concise joke I want to hear. Guy comes out and says, Hey, Bill, somebody's shitting your tuba. And then everyone starts laughing. That's one of my favorite things to do, and I, I forget what it's called. There's a term for it in TV, but you know when characters enter a room and other characters are just finishing a conversation? Yeah. And a lot of times on like improv shows, you get to you know, decide what the end of that conversation is. Anyway, yeah. I needed new calipers, or whatever it is. But I like when, I like when the last line of that conversation raises more questions than it answers... And then you never revisit it again. Yeah. That's my kind of comedy, bud. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, you really get, because you, you, you get hooked in and then you laugh. And I'm not saying that I've never laughed at a joke recently because there are funny ones. Yeah. It's, it's just the, uh, the concept, like the, I guess like the just kind of sitting and waiting <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like... It's almost like a public display telling a joke when you're in front of others. Well, I don't know what you're supposed to do if you <laughs> wait smiling with your mouth open expectantly and then it becomes a six-minute joke. It's hard to stay engaged that long. Yeah. Hurricane Dorian 
blew through the east coast of Canada like a mask. And I think there there was a lot of comparison uh, between Hurricane Dorian and the last big hurricane, which was Hurricane Juan. I believe it was 2003 Hurricane Juan came through, and I flew home to Halifax the day after the hurricane, and it was the weirdest thing because it was probably 25 degrees, and the sky was blue, and it was a gorgeous day, but when you looked around the city, like, sidewalks were uprooted, and trees had fallen across um, the street and things like that, power lines down everywhere, and in your mind's eye when it seems like a beautiful day but there's all that destruction and you didn't live through the storm it just seems so apocalyptic yeah and i was home for this one i'm ashamed to say we didn't lose power um we lost one little tree in front of our house but it certainly blew like crazy and at one point i think there were over four hundred thousand uh nova scotia power customers in nova scotia without power i think they were a little more Uh, braced for this one in that they had crews already kind of low-key in place spread out over Mm -hmm. the province so there was more of an infrastructure for handling something like this this time around like i passed uh power trucks in convoy i think if i'm not mistaken some of the nova scotia power people might have been in the bahamas helping down there yeah so i think some of the people helping here were from uh, Quebec and Ontario and and elsewhere, but man, you can imagine there's so much pressure on those guys to get the power back on. It's not safe for them to be out up in a bucket on a truck at 100 kilometer an hour winds. No. Um, but there was I'm sure you saw the video of uh, there's a um, building in Halifax with a construction crane on it that toppled over and wrapped around the building. It was really scary because it's oh, in a residential my. area too. That's unreal. And I just found out this morning that people that live nearby there have been given an evacuation order and they said it's going to be days for sure and might even be weeks. So uh, no matter how bad you think you have it, it could always be worse for sure. Wow. And that's going to be like, was there like in terms of damage, is there any idea of how many uh, places were like, there must be ridiculous insurance action going on too, right? Yeah, and I know the, I don't know if it was the city of Halifax, the province of Nova Scotia called the military in to come help with the cleanup because you can imagine, as I said, um, uh, the day after this one was still pretty gusty, but it's been beautiful and sunny for two days, but there are still trees down everywhere. So people are curious and kids are climbing on the trees and stuff and there are live wires everywhere. It's a very dangerous, active, ongoing situation, but... Um, thankfully, knock on wood, nobody died, which is astonishing and wonderful. Yeah. Um, but man, just the, you realize the power of mother nature when you see some of these trees with three foot stumps that were just toppled. And obviously the root systems are so, uh, far reaching that it just makes the, um, concrete squares on the sidewalk just buckle. Yeah, that's what it's I, that's truly when, bananas to see. Wow, that's that's not good for the uh, costs right there. City costs just getting no. Crushed. And you imagine you're yeah. running a city like, where does that money come from? No, I know. Well, it comes from by taking it away from somewhere else, I guess. Well, hopefully things are uh, sorted with quickly, 
and you're back up and running with the power soon. And it's not yeah, for sure. truly weeks, which is, I can't even imagine that. That's why I know. So we got a, a generator, but I mean, that's. Oh, do you? Yeah. We Can only you fire it up? It fires up if anything happens. And it's that uh, power out, like that ice storm that we had about three years ago. There was houses here around here that were out for about a week. And we had no power for three days, but it it powers half the house. So it's good. So did you have to actually go out and pull the cord no, and no, prime it, it and start it? No, it, it just starts kicks off, in. It kicks in. It runs no through the gas way. line. Yeah. It's a great move. It's worth the uh, extra amount. I think they're about seven to ten grand, but if you're building a house and you keep in mind that that's something that's there, it's you know it doesn't really ha you ha the power goes out kind of i don't know in the summertime if it's really hot it happens like once a week sometimes for a half an hour you know how it is right if or if the winter if there's any kind of storms it it pops on and off so it it's uh we're glad we have it that's for sure well seven to ten grand's not fun to spend but i bet when you actually need it you would spend anything on having a generator right in that moment Especially yeah. like this, it's still 18 to 24 degrees out. It's still lovely. But it, if it was minus 20, yeah. that presents a whole other series of challenges. So. Yeah, it's not necessarily the simple amenities with, with power. It's like the, when it's cold, it's a big problem. We had uh, people coming over and charging their phones. And it's, uh, like you said, it, it's... It, I think you can get smaller ones, or you could even have probably generators that you could hook up to have to your uh, to have a, at least a few things running in your house, so you wouldn't have to to be fully out. But like, if you can dial in a generator, it's a good move for sure, because it doesn't I've seem. I've learned to... a lot about the generators since having the RV, and you can't have like if you're on 30 amp service, for example, you can't have both air conditioners running, or sometimes a toaster is enough to kind of trip it off. Yeah, that's why we so we we selected. Yeah, we selected which things are on. Like upstairs, it's just the bathroom, the light that comes on, but all the bedrooms won't come on, and uh, the fridge and the the stove, are work. So like, not no TV or any of that stuff. How long will stuff last in a freezer? If the power goes out, like how long does it keep cold air? I wonder. Yeah, I'm pro you're probably good for, uh, depending on what it is, a day or two, depending on, uh, but after that, you're probably, the meat's going to be It's going to get stanky. Yeah. It's going to get uh, stanky. Don't take that from me. I'm no, ask Les Stroud, the survivor man. Because he's used to taking freezers into the wilderness? Yeah, or knowing how good meat is before it's rotten to eat. My father-in-law was saying the other night that he and a friend on a dare... <laughs> I thought you were going to be... I thought you were going to say, My father-in-law said he's full of shit, you know. <laughs> no. I was hoping it was going to be one of those lines. <laughs> no, he's a survivor man in his own right, yeah. father-in-law. But he, he was saying he and a buddy of his sort of... Um, always egged each other on for doing pranks and stuff like that, riding bicycles off docks and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. And they ate raw hamburgers and they were fine. <laughs> Why? So a bunch of patties made up for the barbecue. Just I don't know, to just find... to see if the other guy would take a knee. That's pretty good. There were some. Hey, I love my telling tales out of school. Can you do that guy? Like, I'll be that guy, like, the, the haze full of shit guy that you like, everybody knows that you'll talk about, like, say, like, David Suzuki or something, for example. Okay. Okay, so you did talk about him to me? Well, apparently David Suzuki said, um, and I, I really enjoy his program. The Nature ah, he's, he he's, talking- full, he's full of shit. <laughs> Why does that guy have to come in so hot? Well, because he's he's always like that no matter what, right? Like, you could be like... Don't bring yeah, I up, guess the new um, bring up the another, new Ford, bring up another the new Ford EcoBoost saves a lot of money and gas mileage. That's what they were saying, anyway. Ah, they're full of shit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, or like you had to say people that you would be like, you, you wouldn't think they would say that about them, right? Like, you, you know, um, Anderson Cooper on CNN. Last night what? he had a guest on. He was talking. Yeah. Ah, he's full of he, shit. That guy. What? You don't even know what he said. And already he's full of it. Like, give me another example where it's even more... Is there a worse thing that could be said about you? Here's a great question. I know, you're right, right? Because it's just like, everything that you say is BS. What would be the worst thing you could overhear someone say about you? I think fully. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty easy to say somebody's full of shit, right? Because like it's you. Someone says one thing wrong, and you disagree with it. You say that about them. But such a terrible expression. The guy that I was parodying is like literally like he anybody who's on TV or is in the public eye, right? Doesn't matter what they're doing. He thinks they're just trying to be famous. <laughs> that would hurt if someone said I was full of that. Right. No. But I'm... <laughs> okay, so like, I'll be there. I'll be about you. Say okay. something. Yeah. Do you know, one of the things that I learned when traveling through New Brunswick was um, the water levels rise in the rivers uh, in the fall. Which you know is what? kind of the opposite of what... You know what, Jonathan? What? You're full of shit. Oh, ow. (laughs) It feels terrible. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to say... I'm going to make statements about Jeremy Taggart. Okay, all right. And you're in the next stall. Okay. And I'm talking on the phone to a buddy of mine. (laughs) Okay, ready? And you have to say... What you would actually react to, like something oh, you yeah, let yeah. It slide? No, that, yeah. And what would you actually say? Sure. Come on, man. Sure. sure. Okay. Hey, Kevin. Uh, guess who I seen in the the lobby of the hotel I'm staying in? No, not Shania Twain. What was uh, Buddy's name? He was a uh, drummer in um, that Rain made a band. Yeah. yeah, Our Lady Peace. Jeremy Taggart, I, I saw him. You know what? He uh, he thinks he's pretty important. Put it that way. Well, just the way he was like, kind of 
peacocking around, like looking around the lobby to see like who who notices me. You know what? He's full you of shit. <laughs> Would you be hurt if someone said that about you? <laughs> no, because like people, I'm, at some level, I'm sure they've said it on Twitter or in like. But what like I don't you, know. <laughs> you were peacocking around the lobby? That doesn't hurt your feelings. Oh, somebody said I was doing that? Yeah. Well, they'd be lying because I've never done that in my life. If, 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 if it's true and I'm doing it, then how can I call the guy uh, out for it if he's making up stuff? But, or if you're saying like, Would oh, you? He, how about like if you're like, oh, he was like, he wouldn't shut up telling stories. One of those things. I'd be like, I'm sure. Oh, some, that's good. You know what I mean? I'm sure. I'm sure I've had that one thrown at me. Like, okay, what is the worst rep to have? Cheap, name dropper, or loud? I would say uh, all he cares about is himself, like this narcissistic type. Those are the... That's the worst. That's the worst. What are the... We were talking about this the other night. The worst ways you can describe someone. Cheap lazy and selfish those were the three we landed on those are good ones for yeah, sure they're terrible ones yeah so Cheap, lisa cheap. found a quiz book a canadianity quiz book she did yeah we, are you gonna hit me with some questions yeah we could kind of say in their fifth grade and up so don't you mean grade five and up yeah grade five and up uh-huh. yeah nice canadianity styles so it's are you smarter than a fifth grader i i have a terrible feeling in my stomach that i'm gonna tank yeah no for two reasons one of this is a lot of stuff that i haven't thought about for 30 years the other thing is i didn't really pay much attention in school and the other thing is these are hard are they (laughs) Well, because these are questions that you, just because you, you you got it in grade five, that doesn't mean you're going to remember it ever again. And there, right. are, there are questions about places and things and people. So, and I'm certain like <clears throat> some of them, you know, when it's a person, it's more about that uh, time, I guess. Right. So this is kind of our ballpark of the last probably 20, 30 years. Okay. You want to just jump right in? Yeah. So are they written in such a way that you I can't, can't see the answer yeah, either? I can't see the answer, oh, good, so okay. we can both play. That's the best part. Oh, good. Okay. Where did she find it? <clears throat> she, I believe it was in like one of the winners or one of those kind of deals. Okay. Places that has like cool stuff here and there where you can... I think this is like... I don't know if it was there because it's... This looks like it might be for teachers, but I don't know. Oh, interesting. Grade five. Okay, hit me. Canadianity quiz. Question number one. Okay. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm looking at things. I'm like, these are weird. And I'm like, oh, those are answers. So, obviously. <clears throat> okay. Jeopardy styles. Uh, <laughs> during the Depression years, how did the cars called Bennett Buggies... Move down the street. The Bennett buggies. How did they move down the street in the Depression years? 
What's your guess? I I have a guess. I do too. And it is it's way outside the box and it's a total Hail Mary, but I'm gonna say propane. Propane? Yeah. I I, I uh I'm going to say they somehow use, like, uh, methane in, in a way, like uh, fart, uh, f- collected farts from uh, from cows. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, one of those things, farmer poops? Yeah. I'm just going to fucking fire all this in there and get right into, okay, let's see what the answer is. Where is the answer? What is it? Oh. They were pulled by horses, bud. How dumb are we for not oh, thinking about that? It. It was so <laughs> that was obvious. So stupid. I'm actually thinking they were using horse shit instead of the horse. You know, my father-in-law went out. Law and I went out to the uh, Richie Brothers auction site, <clears throat> and someone is auctioning off a dozen John Deere tractors that are antiques, and it's obviously like someone just decided to sell their collection or whatever, and he showed me tractors from i don't know around world war ii or before and they their whole thing was they could operate on anything like crisco or yeah um, like where's that now what's up with that how come that doesn't work that's what i thought that's where i thought we were going with that i know but they did that then why wouldn't they keep that going i'm sure that's cheaper than gas i don't know what's going on Bennett. i wonder why bennett buggies because someone whose last name is bennett didn't invent that yeah Okay, you ready? <clears throat> yes. What were Canadian nickels and dimes made of when they were first issued by the government? Ooh. Uh, were they made of nickel? Or elements? I don't know. Or were like... they pewter? <clears throat> were they pewter? I think they were pewter. I... Uh... I would like to, I mean, the, the first thing that popped into my head was like wood. <laughs> what? But presumably it was called a nickel because it was made of nickel. So I'm going to say nickel. It's gosh darn silver, bod. That's why they're worth so much. Really? Yeah. 1870. All right. All right. Man, we we wouldn't pass grade five. Good thing they don't So far we're getting anymore. crushed. Okay. Hit me. Did Guy Lombardo's Royal Canadians play ice hockey or dance music? Say it again. Did Guy Lombardo's Royal Canadians play ice hockey or dance music? Dance music. Yeah, I think I remember me some Guy Lombardo dance music. Dance music. They played Old Lang Syne every year at New Year's Eve from the 24 to 62... In New York City. Okay. We're one for three. What name was given to the rocky, gully-gouged lands of Alberta? The rocky, gully-gouged lands. I'm going to say the Badlands. Yeah, because that's where are the dinosaurs, right? Yeah. The Badlands, bud, or boom, tear Maways, or whatever Mau Mauves. That's a so tough two one. Two for four. That's for your uh, 
beauty French. Because nothing can grow there. The Badlands. That's why they called it that. Don't try and grow anything there. You'll just get bones and oil out of that. <clears throat> There's a bunch of um, like little deserts there too, aren't there? Yeah, it's nice. Have you been there? Fossils and stuff? No. I have. It's I've never been invited. Pulled the bus over there once and had a wander. It's nice. On your way from where to where? Do you remember? Probably just leaving or coming. One of those. Like our back in the day, our Kevin Meekle, the old OLP tour manager, he was from Calgary, so. We would spend a lot of time in Alberta doing pre-production or post stuff or whatever, so around that time. I think it was actually when we were in our little van. <clears throat> Early days. The yeah, the tour van. Okay. Which province was the first to adopt health care insurance plan a health care insurance plan for its residents? Which province? Well, okay. Tommy Douglas must have been Manitoba, right? Saskatchewan in 1968. Tommy Douglas was from Saskatchewan, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, there you go. Switchies, nice one. Okay. Darn it. Sorry. That's so prairie. <coughs> I know, I know. People are all mad at us now for that, for failing that one. I did, anyway. Okay. Dieppe. In 1942, more than... Oh, is this an answer? Oh, that's an answer. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Oh, well, this is kind of for right up your alley. Ready, bud? Yes. What disaster occurred in Spring Hill, Nova Scotia in 1958? Oh, it was a mine disaster. Yeah. Coal mine tunnel collapse, killing 74 bods. So scary. Yeah. <clears throat> Super bods. What a scary, scary job, but I... I gather that the people that do it love it and can't imagine any other life, but if you're at all claustrophobic, imagine being carried down into the mine no. to go to work. And there used to be back in the day, because I worked on a show called Pit Pony on CBC, and I learned that back in the day, there was like a lot of the towns were kind of owned by the mine as well. So you would get your paycheck and you'd spend it in the company store that was also owned by the mine. So the mine was just kind of recycling your dough yeah and a lot of dudes liked uh the bottle quite a bit so either their wives would get the check or they'd blow it all on the liquor yeah get banged up it was up. a hard <clears throat> life okay here we go uh parts of nunavut get less moisture than parts of the sahara desert true or false that's it's so outlandish and outrageous and unexpected it must be true it is true. The northwest part of the Arctic Archipelago is a polar desert. Desert. Archipelago. I love that name. Archipelago. Archipelago. The Arctic Ar Archipelago. Archipelago sounds like a buddy of mine from uh, from South. From Woodbridge. Yeah, from Woodbridge down on Gamble. Hey, I'm going to Archipelago's place. If I ever told you when I was guest hosting on Q, I saw the word, I'm sure I did, B-E-H-E-M-O-T-H. -E -E mm -hmm. And it's a word that you read more than you say aloud. It's behemoth. But I saw it coming up. It was like breaking news. And so I was handed the sheet and I'm reading this thing and I can see behemoth coming in a couple of sentences. And I'm like, how do you, <coughs> huh, how do you say that? But trying to keep going and 
thinking, what other word could I substitute in there? Could the sentence work without the word? So I tried to, like, just throw it away, and I said, behemoth. <laughs> and in CBC fashion, there were, like, 30 letters from people. Behemoth. No way. Behemoth. Behemoth. And the- anyway, <clears throat> archipelago is a word like that. Archipelago. I mean, that that's one word that I would say... Uh, how many times out of ten, if you hadn't heard it, would you get it right? Archipelago. <laughs> Archipelago sounds so wrong too, though. That you'd have to. It does. You'd have to be like, can you please tell me what the name of this is before I trip over it? Archipelago. Okay, hit me one more question. Let's do it. Okay. What three oceans border the shores of Canada? Well, that's a little bit ridiculous. Other than... Atlantic Pacific. And the Arctic. And the Arctic. Yeah, that, that one's a good one. How about this one? We crushed it. Okay, hit me. Fiddleheads from the Maritimes. But fiddleheads are here in Ontario as well. But they're everywhere. Are they're they? everywhere. I guess they're, they originated from the Maritimes. Uh, they appear in many markets each spring. What plants do they come from? I think I know I this. I always get this wrong. I think it's a fern, isn't it a fern? Or my, what do you think it is? It's it's something unexpected. It comes from like I forget. I don't think it's a fern. Yeah, it is. It must be. Oh, it must be a fern. But what makes them twisty? It's a fern. Fronds of the ostrich fern are cooked and eaten as a vegetable. Huh. Here we go. They're not really for me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I like uh, like broccoli rabe and rapini and all that stuff. But uh, they're in that ballpark, kind of right. Like a little more, a little more bitter than your than broccoli, right? Not for me, but I don't like them. I don't know if I like them or not. I think I might like them. I know I like... Do you like broccoli rab? Like the bitter broccoli the, that's on rapini? No, that's not for me. You don't like that one? No, but I'm new I'm new to Brussels sprouts. Like the pan-fried Brussels oh, sprouts. Oh, that's good. I some of them yeah, those are good. But that's new. That's a new thing? Were you were you like a, a non-condiment kid or like specific eating kid? I wasn't picky. We just ate what we ate. Yeah. It was usually meat and potatoes. Because like my kids, uh, John, for example, when he gets a hamburger, it's just lettuce. That's it. No ketchup, mustard, any of that stuff. He. How can you do that? He. That's just how it is. And I'm like, um, never. Do you want to hear even... some breaking news in the Torrance household? Yeah. We bought a miniature pony. Oh my God! What? A tiny, tiny horse named Tilly. Oh, I thought it was... To be friends with Copper. I thought it was going to be Poncho or something. Tilly. Little Tilly. Well, I don't know if it's bad luck to change a horse's name. Her name is Tilly right now. Yeah. And she has bangs and an attitude. Oh, my God. But horses are herd animals. So they like to... Be together. According to my wife. Be together. And when something happens like a hurricane they like to kind of look over to the next stall like are you freaked yeah. out because i'm not if you're not <laughs> and copper's been alone for a couple of yeah. years but it's hard to know because he's 
he's a stallion, so he might be quite content being alone. He might be quite <clears throat> used to it. He seems very happy. But anyway, we found this little mini miniature horse on the internet, and she gets here tomorrow. So um, yeah, they, they they also get cannot get along too, right? Horses. Like I don't know, like yeah, but that's from what I understand. That could be more when there's packs of them, so you don't have a choice with just one. So you probably deal with it, I assume, right? Well, I think they're always. <clears throat> Is going to be some type of smackdown just to figure out who the alpha <laughs> it's is. It's going to be pretty funny and seeing when it gets in, actually in there. And it's just like they're sitting like corner to corner for a minute. And then like, who the hell's that? I know, but it's usually <laughs> it's cool. the female who is the alpha. Copper is a dude, but he's bigger. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. But I think, I think by all accounts, they have to have at least some. What's the vibe going to be here? Who's running things? I love that. And my guess is maybe she will. This is pretty awesome. Because <laughs> Copper's pretty passive and quite a gentleman. <coughs> Although, um, through uh, sheer accident yesterday, he got out of our pasture and was running around the field. No and way. It was my fault. And that was a long few minutes. Wow. Was he like, I'm just going to rock it a bit? Open. Did he go running around? Like, Well, the people across the street have a mini. So he'd heard him calling out and stuff before, but he'd never made any kind of face-to-face contact. So he's pretty interested in what was going on over there. <laughs> Weird. That's um, funny. <laughs> I know, but he was flying around. And when you see an animal that's a 1,000 pounds in full flight yeah. barreling towards you, wow. it's like, okay, how's this going to go down? <laughs> oh, man. That was intense. That's great. Um, let's take a quick break. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Wow, I'm finally here. Yukon Striker versus me. Is this the line for Yukon Striker? Uh, yep. Yep. Awesome. I can't wait. We might have you been on it here a while. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I was on (laughs) it once. I had to get back to the back of the line. So I think it's like uh, it's probably good forty-five minutes between rips. Because it says three hours right here. Yeah, but it's not always true. Sometimes it moves a little faster than that. Okay. Yeah. Oasis. You said you did this ride? You done uh, it, yeah. right? You yeah, haven't been it. on it? Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I did it once, and then uh, and then now I'm in line to. That's Oasis, right? That's Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderwall. Do you know that's that part of the song is a good part of the song, but there are other parts of the song yeah. that I really like too. Yep. Do you know the? Um, do you know the? Uh, um, do you know the? 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 Do you yeah, I don't, but I like this part. I just like this part. But that's only like that's like the that's like that's like the appetizer of the song though. Like at some point, you have to kind of get to the at least the salad, if not the main dish. You know. We haven't gone very far in this lineup. No, you're not kidding. 
Hey, you know what? I'm gonna try another something else. You know? What's that? Don't body poop, like it's I don't like it, I think it's gonna be more like two and a half three hours it looks like but then the like that's the part yeah, of the song a, that you're that's supposed a, to that's, sing along that I know but that's the song I'm I'm singing like that's it's part I like you go down the second time that kind of dee yeah, like tmi man like tmi is just too much that's why I change the songs. Like I realize maybe it's bothering you. Maybe I okay, I like that part. Yeah, okay, hold on. I like that part. I think we just made a mashup. Maybe you're right. I think we just made a mashup. Well, how about like that's up there with guys that whistle melodies? Like I remember one time I was on tour in like Victoria and I was in a diner by myself. And the guy, the, the guy behind the counter was like kind of, you know, avid worker guy getting stuff done, running around, t- picking stuff up. And he kept whistling. He was whistling uh, Blow It High Doe by the hip. Oh, that's so but hard he, to whistle anyway. No, but he, he didn't change the melody. So it was like, you know what I mean? Like just that same note over and over and over, but like over the so- the song. So if it's because it's r- rhythmic, it's somehow whistling, singing along. I can't whistle, so I can't do it. But like, you can't whistle. Yeah, yeah, we've been through this before. I think. You can't whistle, and you're anyway. not great at math. I want, yeah, I want. Those are two bad combo traits. Huh. I want to hear you whistle the, the, tragically hip, guy. The hardest doing... part to whistle would be the. <laughs> right. No, it that was part. the it was the har- the harder it starts part or the harder it gets part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. But trail it. No, no, you can't. You're not supposed to change it. It's just... As he's ripping around. That's so annoying. 
Oh yeah, man, that's up there. Oh yeah. Th- Thirty years ago, and it still sounds like today in my head. Tiger, we asked the people um, if they had any, any questions for the mailbag, and we got some dudes. I love should the mailbees. Should we dip into the mailbag? Sure. Uh, update what on do your we got? well-being. Torrance Jonathan is from Swacky, and update us on the progress of, and maybe pump up the Tiger and Torrance album. Do we have a title yet? Do we need input from the buds for title? That is all for now. Taggart, do you want to give an update on the record? Yeah. Well, I mean, we I, we've we we have it mixed and mastered, and uh, we're it's basically ready to order. Uh, it will. It, the order is of when it, when things are going to be starting and when they're going to be coming out. So, um, I, I would say expect a single this year and then things are really going to start ripping once uh, 2020 goes and uh i guess we're aiming for a springtime release right jono for sounds uh, that way for for the record so it's, it's we're psyched we can't wait we're, we're gonna do we're gonna build some uh fun stuff around the record coming out and we're gonna do some shows some some side door access shows and uh we're gonna it'll be awesome we're gonna have like uh, some good times we're gonna do hopefully get some stuff going for the Junos this year and to to uh, basically propel ourselves into uh, the Juno Comedy Award of the year 2021. That's the whole campaign promise. That's our for us and the buds to get this thing right into things. And there might be a hint uh, as to what the title of the record is in what you just said, but we'll leave it there for now. This from yeah, the newly we'll betrothed Ricky Fryett, most significant advice for couples... Great question. Hmm. Couples advice. I would say spend time together and listen, right? Yeah, that's pretty succinct. <laughs> without, without that, then you're not going to have a great relationship. I would say three things. The first is it only has to work for the two people in it. So if your cousin Deborah is like, I don't get it. She doesn't have to. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you should be open to the people in your universe who might be pointing out flaws that you are too star struck to notice, for example. Um, the second thing is, I think in uh, successful relationships, um, you love each other, but you also really like each other. I know people say it's it's work and it takes a lot of effort. Um you know, there are some times when circumstantially things are uh, challenging for a fleeting moment, but I can tell you it never has anything to do with Carol. Um, it's it's only uh, life stuff. So it it shouldn't be hard, I think, is, is a pretty good indicator because, you know, everyone's been in relationships that are, and then suddenly when it's not, you're like, well, wait a sec, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, yeah. And the third thing is, make time. It's so easy to let the gaps in time get filled up with dentist appointments and uh, Instagram and doing stuff. But even if you live together, especially, it can become quantity time, not quality time. Go on dates, leave your phones at home, enjoy each other. Yeah. That's a big part of it. And respect, too. Even if you're upset or feel like saying certain things, just always keep things clean and respectful. You know? Yes. 
because without that, then you don't really, if you don't respect the person you're with, then you probably won't be together. You shouldn't be together. You got nodding. Um, yeah. This from Jen advises you, who has a very funny presence on the internet. Would you drink the water on the It's a Small World ride at Disney World? Very important. I, Hell no. I have I've thought of this. I've actually why, thought why of would this anyone very do question. That? Because imagine it's August, and imagine the power goes out, and imagine you're stuck no. in there. This is the thing. You can see the change at the bottom of the water. So it's not filthy. It's not um it's That's not like viscous. saying you can if you see the bottom of a water in like a still puddle while you're out in, in somewhere and you just start crushing the water like bacteria you can't see it you want some e coli just crush that stuff you cr- that's not yeah, but all of the um chemicals in the change that's at the bottom when mixed with the water <laughs> oh, man she that's like the guy who got cancer and died after four years working on like some chemical plant oh no I eat lots of bran in the morning to filter you. all this stuff out. That won't hurt you. Um, this from Gary not. at Truro, bud. How about that nice. U.S. Open win? Yeah. Uh, Bianca Andreescu, what a what a bod. How about that? Taking down Serena twice and then the big stage. Our boy uh, Ryan Strom was, was there. Stromer. Was he? he yeah, because he's down in uh, with the Rangers throwing ropes. He went to the match. He said it was awesome because he was up in the nosebleeds with a bunch of people that were not like they were Serena fans, right? So it was yeah. pretty aggressive, and he was being like, "No, go Canada!" So it was pretty fun for him. I like that but he goes from a, pulling the fun rope to chucking ropes. That's when you know something. Throwing over. ropes, exactly. Hey, um, speaking of of Ryan, I'm going uh, with our boy Tim Palmer this weekend on to uh, see Taylor Pendrith finish up the Tour Championship uh, in London. And he won again last week, by the way. Crazy. A record-setting 28-under in Montreal. It's the the lowest score ever on the PGA Tour Canada, and he pretty much cements himself for status in the Corn Ferry Tour next year, and then PGA Tour the year after that for sure. He's going to be a a superstar. Crazy. Love it. Um, Speed round. Because we're winding down here. Yeah, um, yeah. From Jordan, how much of the pod gets left on the editor's floor? Zero. Zero. What, while we record makes it in, I know that will surprise you. Mike from <laughs> K-Dub, any progress on getting the giant T's from the Toronto sign? Orinor, or Orino sure doesn't need them. If you don't know the backstory on this, Dan O'Toole lives in Orino, Ontario, which is Toronto without the T's. So they have a sign, a Toronto sign they're going to part with, right? And Toolsy yeah. was like, we need it in Orono, give it to us. And then that left a matter of two leftover T's. So we were like, well, we'll take it. Because mm-hmm. Orono plus TNT makes Toronto. But I don't know if Orono, did Orono get the sign? I, I don't, don't think they have yet. I, don't, I think it's still kind of like up in the air. It's still pending. Works. The Andrew account, Are they going like, to get a fresh a fresh one, I assume? Is that what's going on? Oh, no. I, oh, Toronto's probably going to get a fresh one, yeah, because Toronto yeah. gets everything. They get everything. <laughs> what discontinued fast food item would you like to see reinstated? I'm going to swing for the fences. The McDLT. Oh, remember that with the huge styrofoam box. Yeah, it keeps hot things hot and cold things cold <laughs> like a thermos. That was like the worst thing ever in for the environment built in the 80s. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> 
You remember in the in the commercial, they'd actually crack it like it's a thing. You crack it together, and you put this side on this side. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> McDLT. Wow, McDLT. that's a good one. Wow, the McRib. Um, remember the McRib? Is that yeah? They still have the McRib, on? and out here they have the McLobster. And you know what yeah. A&W has? What? Handline cod burgers. Wow, I think that's that just sounds... the East Coast and no, you. No, they have them here now. They have Do the they? cod here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the cod, we got to also right give sometimes. We have to give a quick RIP shout out to uh Rod Coney Bear, the Jerome the Giraffe and Rusty the Rooster Aww. from the Friendly Giant passed away yesterday. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a bummer, right? And that's what everybody says I sound like Rusty the Rooster when I do this voice. Well, so if they ever do the remake <laughs> They're covered. Yeah, exactly. Let's end here sure. with Mr. Uh, Miss Walker. Which OLP song would Taggart most like to hear a school choir perform? Oh, that's nice. Uh, school choir. Um, let me think here. It's got to be innocent, no? Is it? But it sounds like I always just I start hearing glee. Everything sounds like glee to me. Right. Uh... Maybe Stealing Babies, because it's an interesting melody and different. I'd, I'd, I'd like to hear that. You probably don't even know that song. so No. What is yeah. it? Stealing Babies. It's the one yeah. that Elvin Jones, Elvin Jones played on. Oh, cool. John Coltrane fame. I'm going to download it. I'm going to listen your to kids, it. Do your kids drink coffee? Not yet. Jack and John might have a little latte in the morning. Really? Yeah. Since when? Since always. I would just, for some reason, saw mine and I was like, oh yeah. I was just think that coffee is one of those things that you you think like, oh my God, my kid can't touch that. But if, you know, they have like a, a half latte or something once in a while, it's not a big, they don't drink it every day, but they might have one uh, once a week or something. A little espresso, that won't hurt you. I wonder. I would like to know how many of those buds out there let their kids have a little bit of coffee once in a while. Hashtag kids coffee. Hashtag have a great week. Hashtag good job, bud. See you, bud. <laughs>